Hi, everybody. I'm Casey. And I'm Jacob. And this is the Wordsmith Podcast. And today we are talking about bias and how lack of the right knowledge in terms of talking about issues uh, leads to talking about the wrong things and leads to uh, people arguing about kind of fringe issues and not ever really getting to the core of uh, any real issue. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to start out with everyone is guilty of this, you know, in some form of manner. Yeah. No one can know everything. Exactly. Yeah. But I think what really proves that you're willing to grow is when you're presented with opposing facts that are 100% facts, you go, oh, well, crap, you know? Yeah. You're able to notice that, oh, my argument was weaker. Um, These are clearly the facts, and uh, this is what we should be going off of for the future, you know? Exactly. And ego plays into that big time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think when people are able to get over themselves, it's it's beneficial. It's about humbling yourself and... You know, actually trying to make some progress in any form or another, and that can be sa- that, that can be applied to life, I guess, too, but <laughs> in a more broad sense. Yeah, a big thing um, that I want to bring up is confirmation bias. You know, and again, this is another thing everyone's guilty of: looking up statistics and facts that only confirm your side of the argument. You know, and disregarding the the opposing views exactly. as being uh, oh, that must be coming from a wrong source or exactly. Like, yeah, you know, that was. That was one thing, and when I was doing uh, some college courses, I was one of the projects we had to do was on. Um, God, I don't even remember what it was really on. I just remember that I did it on anti-vaxxers, <laughs> because oh, I was a paper. It was it was like a slideshow project, but I cannot okay. stand anti-vaccination people. Yeah. But <clears throat> during that argument, it made me realize: um, how do they get to that point? What makes you think vaccines are causing autism? And all these other weird things. So I looked into it and found in the UK, some guy had written like a paper in a medical journal about how vaccines cause autism. Mm -hmm. And the United Kingdom freaked the fuck out, you know? Yeah. They they all freaked out. And uh, (coughs) the guy um, was later approached to look over his findings, I believe. But, you know, there's a like a scientific board they have over there almost. Okay. Um, at least at and the he time. he was approached by the board to look over Yeah, they wanted findings. to go over his findings yeah. because that's huge, you know. These are things that save lives. Yeah, if he wasn't... If know, they're BSing. causing this, then we need to we need to look at it, you yeah. know. And uh, they looked at it, and he falsified them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were certain claims I found that said he was paid by someone to falsify them. Um, and he admitted to falsify, falsifying them um, in the 80s, I believe. And they redacted the journal... He's no longer allowed to practice, you know, yeah. science, essentially, <laughs> in the United Kingdom. Um, he was stripped of his PhDs, I believe, um, basically thrown to the side because if you're going to do that, that's not good. Yeah, especially if you're a person that, it, you know, is veiled in a cloak of competence, like oh, like, yeah. a bu- like a couple of PhDs and this guy is doing something like that. And yeah. that's where I feel like that, you know, that gives that gives a lot of power to these to these arguments and to and to the people, you know, that think they're they're arguing for. A righteous cause like oh these things are really hurting children vaccines are terrible uh look this this doctor it uh told me so and yeah. and that's and that's a, that plays big into like professional ethics oh, like yeah. schools do that all the time with most with most career choices they'll have like some form of form of an ethics class that goes along with it uh, like there's there's a lot uh as you as you gain kind of a sense of competence in any given field you start to have responsibility to you know 
treat that. But the problem is like, you know, people with these crazy ideals can get into places of competence. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's mean, like politicians, you know, yes. like, <laughs> that, that, that's, but the big thing is when so, I was, when I was studying the, don't apologize. You're good. Um, no, I, I was, I was starting to say certain, certain politicians cause I didn't want to like yeah. single out all of politicians into one. When I, uh, when I was researching them, um, I tried to find out more about him, and you know there wasn't a whole lot of information except for the fact that he faked results to show that autism was caused by vaccines, and people have clung to that, yeah. you know, especially with this with the internet, you know. I mean, there's mm. like, it allows these people who hold the same ideas, where you know, the rest of the population, and I guess the rest of the normal people you'd call them, um, know that that's not the case. You know, if your child has autism, he was going to have autism regardless if you gave them vaccines yeah. or not you do know you, do you think it's people trying to find reason behind something is it's that it, what we were kind of talking about i think i think what it is is um confirmation bias you know and i'm sure it's probably hard to deal with like like, like you're yeah, going exactly. with like and you want it's hard something to do with you want to understand why it's yeah. happening you know yeah it's some sometimes it's not as simple as like it just happened you know it's it's a medical it, it's a biological thing and it happened you know mm-hmm. and it'll it'll suck for some people and some people will be like that's fine i can deal with it you know but the the big thing is to get sucked into uh these these groups of people i don't want to say crazy people you know but these groups of people who believe vaccines cause autism you know it's like I found that whole subsection of Instagram <laughs> that was just seeding with anti-vaccination people. And that's that, that's part of the downside of social media and the internet in general is they bring together these radical ideas, mm. to say it as positively as I can. It's like a support group for the radical idea. Yeah. <laughs> and they... Like, you believe this too? It's okay they, to believe this. They honestly, <laughs> they, they honestly think that there's dead fetus matter in vaccines and uh, pepsi products yeah, I, let's not go down this rabbit hole but <laughs> yeah no that'll be later on but because yeah. that 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 can last for a long time yeah. you know there's uh, it, and it's crazy to think like about humanity in terms of a bell curve and like how on the edges of uh, you know oh yeah in terms of statistics how on the edges there are just a l- an unlimited amount of ways that you can view the world and really believe the inner mechanisms are ticking in certain ways that just yeah yeah <laughs> but to get more back on point it's 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 confirmation bias you know if, if you look up how scientifically do vaccines cause autism and you're able to find this guy's paper because if you're looking for something that supports it you're going to skimp over all the first couple pages of google that say it doesn't mm-hmm. and you're going to find a link to his paper on a conspiracy site you know mm-hmm. so i think the internet has contributed a lot to people not understanding the basic principles of arguments, you know? Yeah. I think the internet's a great thing. Don't get me wrong. I don't want anything censored on the internet. You know, you have freedom of speech. Go ahead. Say your ridiculous radical theory, <laughs> but, um, it, we have to acknowledge the downsides of good things, you know? And I think one of the downsides is it's allowed people to fall easier into these traps of, of, um, confirmation bias essentially i mean you you look at these things and you find a whole group of people like let's say you're let's say you don't really believe um vaccines cause autism and you find this whole group of people that says it does and all these people are constantly telling you you know like and you're interested or you're or you don't know that much about vaccines in the first place but then you find like oh hey like rob schneider 
the loose and he's hilarious you know and yeah and if he's done great things yeah he's in movies people yeah so that's kind of another thing you know it's it's a bit of a problem with when some of these famous people do you know Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the spike and people believe the earth is flat you know b.o.b and a i don't remember the basketball player but a basketball player believe the earth's flat which is ridiculous to me but um it's it's another confirmation to your theory you know like well look He's not an idiot. He played in college, mm-hmm. but doesn't necessarily mean he's smart about how space and the earth work, you know? Yeah, and it's like we it's like we all kind of join together and look at these, you know, people that we I guess we were talking about competence earlier and it really is just like, you know, an actor is someone who we deem competent in in that realm and that that has kind of a nice sexy allure to it yeah and it it like leaks over in a way yeah exactly and so then we start looking at their different ideals that pertain that have you know no no connection to acting whatsoever oh yeah and then we think oh well oh if he's thinking that he like and i i I, like i like the way he does things and and i kind of look up to him so maybe 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 he's right maybe that idea into my belief system and uh yeah then it goes downhill from there and so it's almost like there's a, a in any form of competency, if you're looked up to in any sort of way, and especially those people who have, you know, millions of other people listening to their mm-hmm. word, it, it, there's a responsibility there to, to, you know, try to be true and not... Uh, Get the facts right, honestly. Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, that, that kind of goes to what we were talking about earlier was um, you can't just put opinions and emotions into facts you know yeah no, you know it it's it's like the the famous ben shapiro says facts don't care about your feelings you know mm-hmm. so that that's you know another thing people look up to besides just the famous people or someone else who's rich or something like that is the news because you're supposed to get nothing but the facts from the news but that's not always the case and this goes for everybody yeah it's not always the case you usually get people's opinions and their, um, you know, their emotions in certain things. And while I think, and I think, you know, Lindsey like. Graham, ring a yeah. bell. <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh. But. Uh, <laughs> it's a sham. <laughs> but um, y- you get people's emotions into these things, or they get, mainly their opinions. You know, like you can be emotional about something, but as long as you just give me the facts. Yeah. But when your opinion starts to come in, or you start leaving facts out to just confirm your bias, is when it becomes a problem. Like Don Lemon, CNN, he made the claim he went out and bought a fully automatic assault rifle from a gun store in about 15 minutes. That's not true. Knowing Don Lemon, he either lives in California or New York. Those are very hard places to get guns. Very hard places. It took me about an hour for them to run their background check in Texas. That's where I got my rifle, you know? Yep, and I, I've never bought one myself, but I went with my dad. Uh, when yeah. I, my dad bought one when I was a kid, and we were in and out of that store in, like, I think 30 minutes. Yeah, but the, it shows that not only are the people that are pointing out to, like, look, Don Lemon bought a fully automatic one. You're missing a fundamental understanding about firearms in the United States. You cannot buy, in a gun store, a fully automatic rifle. Yeah. If you want to buy a fully automatic rifle, you can get it at certain select stores, and it's going to take a couple years, and it's going to cost you a lot of money because the ATF and FBI are going to be looking into you so hard, you know? So that goes with the 
people are looking up to the news, you know, mm-hmm. people, a lot of people look up to CNN and, and, and just in trusting and, and trusting yeah. that word because, you know, oh, it's a news. It's a news. They're clearly going to fact check themselves. Yeah, right. Exactly. But, that's, but that doesn't happen. Anymore. They're competent people. They're competent you know? human beings. We used to have a, a, a bill that would re- that required them to tell the facts, and it, it that doesn't we don't have that anymore, you know. Yeah. No, it's not that and they're not listening to a bill; we repealed it, and that that has had, in my opinion, a negative effect on the on the public, you know. Yeah. And it's always harder to find facts now, you know. Yeah, and like, isn't there? There kind of has to be some event, uh, you know, when you try to when you're trying to double check on the facts. There's eventually something you have to come to that either someone has to be spitting out the exact facts or you know they're you're not gonna you're not gonna find them scattered around eventually someone is gonna have to lay out the real facts you know what i mean exactly yeah and i think that's where so who's doing that you know and that's where i think more of like you know like the the people that we listen to that inspired us to do this you know like ben shapiro and jordan peterson i think that's where they kind of come into they were trusting them you know to well i mean like in a not completely but you know we like listen to them and 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 listen to their thoughts and how they articulate different issues, and we're you know taking from that like different ideals for ourselves. Like, oh, okay, yeah. You know, you Doesn't know. mean we're going to agree with them on everything. No, though, you but know you, what I mean. It start, and and it's a catalyst for your own thinking and getting yeah. you and getting you thinking about the different issues. If you're not even exposed to the issues, you're not going to be able to think about them. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> I'm yeah, not even a lot of that's the problem. A lot of people are exposed to the wrong issues because there's these little you know fringe issues that come about when when you know, actual disagreements arise mm-hmm. and people get so lost in, in those details that the the actual argument that needs to be had is is lost in the in the complicated mess of people disagreeing about all the little oh, yeah. the little things. And that and I think a side problem with, with um confirmation bias is, is like you said, you know, it leads it leads people to argue about things that or the, or they argue more for the extreme of their side of the argument, you know what I mean? Like the thing they think that they're most right about, which is usually the thing that is the most differing from the other person. You know what I mean? That's why they, so they're like, so passionate about that. I stance. think I think with that, you know, with all the biases, it can lead people who are, you know, typically li- uh, right uh, leaning, you know, mm-hmm. to go, oh, we shouldn't have anything for guns or we shouldn't have anything for this, you know, um, just take everything away and give everything to everybody. And that's. That's the super far version of that, you know. Not most people bl- uh, agree with that, and then I think the super far version. The other one is like, well, we should just forcibly take them away. Like, yeah. that's that's if not good no either. If there's no weapons, there won't be any violence. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Criminals obey the law. That's right. Yeah, yeah of Damn course. It. <laughs> you know, but that's that's something that 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 you run into with this confirmation stuff is you you start to divide the country more heavily. You know, a lot of people talk about how under Trump. The country's more divided than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. Granted, some of it's to Trump. Like, good God. Uh. But I think this has been coming for a while. You know what I mean? The divide has been coming. Yes, the minute we stopped telling just the facts and stopped funding certain things or repealed bills that required just the facts is when you run into an issue of division. You know, because it's just an opinion. It it turns into people who are getting so emotional about opinions and other people that are getting into just the facts. Like, you may not agree with it, but this is the fact of the matter. You know what I mean? Like, and when you when you focus on nothing but opinions and accusations to be a little relevant, you know, Kavanaugh, it 
he's he's basically being denied due process to certain people, but by certain people, you know, mm-hmm. like give him due process. If it comes out, yeah, he did it by all means. Don't put him as a SCOTUS, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it comes out he didn't, and all this is just people jumping on a train of not being able to verify things because no one's going through due process. No one's looking at different facts. It's just you look up what confirms your side of the argument, you know, yep. and that. <clears throat> that's a, a terrible road to go down, in my opinion. What do you think about the world being so much more interconnected now and how that plays into uh, fueling the fire of the divisiveness? I think it's primarily beneficial, you know? Yeah. It brings a lot of good ideas and people who've had good ideas together. We've had more positive things, in my opinion, come out of the internet than negative things. I agree. You know? There's just, as with anything, like we're talking about, advantages and and disadvantages. Yeah, you got to look at the downsides. So now going off the downsides of it, you get large groups of people who aren't checking any facts of anything, you know? You get a large group. And then you also run the risk with the internet and everything's so connected People become desensitized to other people on the internet, essentially. You know, not everyone thinks of the username as a person. It's just a username, you know. It it almost, I don't want to say it becomes a game, but that's, it's kind of what it is. They're almost like NPCs in real life, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that's how we, that, that's how you tend to view them from your screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that becomes a problem because when you do that, you're not able to, some people can't determine a bot from a person, you know. Yeah, it depends on the bot. Because <laughs> you can make a bot now. Like, yep. I mean, there was Candace Owens who was going to just start unmasking people who were being, you know, ruthless trolls on the internet, you know, like just constantly berating anyone. Um, and she got contacted by someone who claimed she was harassed by gamers constantly, you know, and that's kind of what started Gamergate, which is a whole podcast in itself. Holy hell. Really? I it's a little bit of an old subject, you know? Uh-huh. But it's interesting. So she was talking to her. Um, she was like, oh, I'm going to start this thing and we're going to unmask some of these people. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that because, you know, anonymity, that feels something that comes with the Internet. But, you know, that's just me. Um, but she got contacted by like, oh, don't do it. I've seen what they're saying on 4chan and they're just saying they're going to, like, destroy your life and your family. And she's like, what? no, I don't care what Internet trolls say. I'm still going to do this. And everything just kind of went downhill from there. And it made her wonder, is, are all these trolls really people? Or, because essentially the emails she was getting were really generic, weird sounding names. Yeah. So she started to wonder if all the trolls were real people or if it was someone trying to protect their own little thing going on, you know? Okay. You know what I mean? No. Well, she, she had, um, she was on Dave Rubin. I'd recommend watching that. Okay. But, uh, she talks about how, the names were so generic and so generically white sounding that it, it was them trying to like cover up something. Yeah. That was her. That's her theory behind it huh. is, is it was the DNC trying to cover something up, you oh, know, essentially okay. well, not necessarily the whole DNC, but like certain people, a lot of these critics, you know, and she started looking certain on politicians. She started looking <laughs> at some of the um, negative things that'd be sent about said about like, you know, Hillary Clinton or whatever. And they're just, everything seemed too generic and too convenient to her, you know? Yeah. So, I feel like that would be an example of someone being able to look at different facts from a differing opinion, you know? Because she wasn't always a Republican, Candace Owens. 
I mean, she's hardcore Republican now. You know, her and Charlie Kirk, they are essentially running Turning Point USA. Um, but she wasn't always, you know, and it, it, that's what's interesting to me is the people who are able to look at other things and form new opinions. Yeah, open Open-minded, open yeah. yeah. Essentially, being open-minded is going to be the best thing for this. So, And the key, I mean, it's the key to uh, resolving any any division, uh, let alone division of a country. Yes. Yeah. And it, I, 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 me personally, I think that there is a vacuum of leadership uh, in terms of people, you know, standing up and talking about kind of that, that issue, kind of standing up and talking about how this interconnectedness uh, plays on our kind of psyches and on uh, kind of our gullibility for that confirmation yeah you know because everyone does it in a way some people do it a lot more than others and some people do it with different topics but it happens and i think there's there's a vacuum for someone to stand up and really talk about uh, more on a psychological level what these things what these things are doing to the to us and how how they're affecting us uh, like and the way we argue topics because yeah. it, it has it's changed and it's 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 obviously not working yeah, y- you know, uh, and so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Because the current leadership it, isn't up, up to that uh, task. And no, we, they're not. We and saw they can that. Solve little, you know, little things here and there, uh, and, and big things too. It's uh, you know, there uh, there can be good changes made, but yeah. um, when when the the core, like I said, just when that core key point of of the argument is is passed around, you know, and you just keep passing it and solving little things around it uh it's not going to solve the whole issue yeah exactly and it'll it'll remain in in certain ways you know i mean something that to to get more onto that um you know uh vacuum of leadership Mm -hmm. i think one of the primary examples of this was the facebook um mark zuckerberg going to the senate hearing you know yeah oh dude uh (laughs) the the questions (laughs) they asked man uh, they embarrass themselves a lot of them yeah Uh, (laughs) and that that's a problem you know but yeah and that's another thing with interconnectedness is, you know, it, is it can really sway elections with the Internet. Oh, completely. And, and Donald Trump, I think, is the it, well, he just, you know, I well, I guess he doesn't really use it well at all with Twitter. But he at <laughs> no. least has acknowledged, you know, oh, this is the new form of communication yes. more than any other past president. Yeah. And so uh, he does not use it correctly, uh, no. I would say. But I, d- I don't do- think he does so either, use it more than um it's it can go in so many different directions bringing all the different ideas together you know and yeah. one of the things that a lot of people bring up is you know the russia stuff like did they ah the russia stuff yeah a lot of well i say stuff cuz it's so broad yeah, now you, you know, know. <laughs> a lot of people think like oh they hacked the actual machines that the, the machines that you that we actually vote on you know yeah. like our actual voting machines that a lot of people thought that you know Russia hacked those. Um, I don't really want to say a lot, but a few people did. Um, but the more likely argument that a lot of people are going for is, like, Mueller. Or it, it's spelled Mueller. Everyone says Mueller. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Say, yeah, the mule. I'm very, I'm very you know. bad at pronunciations. <laughs> the but they're looking more into, did they sway the election? You know? Yeah. Was the election swayed in any way? Through, like, media blitzing and stuff exactly. like that. You know, and like Essentially we, uh, like pro- from propaganda sources, throwing. You exactly, know? yeah. Um, sometimes they're easy to spot. Sometimes they aren't. There was a YouTube channel I found a little while ago. It's been deleted. Um, 
that was just spewing a bunch of pro Russia um propaganda. Like, that's the only way I could think to say it. Like that's what it was. It was like, like oh on the keyboard. It was like <laughs> like some girl, like some British girl was like, Oh, the crazy British people think Russia used a nerve agent. They don't think it, they know it. Russia used what, a nerve agent to kill people. On? Well, they they used a there was a a, a nerve. A, no, like no, no. A, I know what was she like. Where was she saying that? It was in a, it was in one of her videos. Is oh, what I was okay. saying. Yeah, it's yeah. in one of those propaganda videos. It was like they were claiming that oh Russia had nothing to do with oh, this. I what see. are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Russia didn't do anything in the Ukraine, but they did. You know mm-hmm. it it. So those are easier to spot, but some of them aren't are necessarily subtle. The, yeah, it's so subtle that they work their way into the yeah yeah. You know, and and, and you feel like this is where. I don't want any legislation on the internet. I'm not a big fan of that because I feel like the internet right now is one of the last bastions of true free speech. You know, a lot of people seem to be censoring a lot of That's stuff. True. And if you and if you do limit, if you don't allow censoring of it, it'll forever be that safe haven of, of free speech. Yeah, and it's a worldwide safe haven of free speech if well, you can if you can at least mostly. connect to it. No, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, inter- where Europe's over here it. banning memes and oh uh, yeah, true. China's yeah, at least America's internet. <laughs> yeah. So right that's now. the only world that matters. <laughs> but uh, but essentially, the I feel you shouldn't have to really worry about it. Of course, you should always check your sources on the internet. Nothing on the internet is 100% true. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Always look you for your always, always look for more sources. Don't ever just go with one. That'll yeah, lead you down the wrong path. And that's path. the problem too, you know. People are just like waking up, making breakfast, turning on one, you know, turning on Fox yeah. or CNN or, or some side, you know, some side of thing, and uh, that's the only one they get, and they go on with their day, and they, you know, that that sits with whatever opinion they heard from that specific news channel sits with them throughout the day, and yeah. they they mention it to a couple coworkers, and that's talked about, and that just proliferates yep. throughout the country in some way or another, and then boom, and that's bam, another you thing got though, with the, with the mismatched with the, opinions. Um. But I feel like on the internet, you know, a lot of people have the same thing that they have when they are on the news, when they're watching the news, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, well, you know, it's clearly right. I mean, come on. Google's not going to lie to me. Yeah. I think they have to be very selective about advertisements um, to be sure that they're not spewing any sort of propaganda. Because YouTube actually had a problem for a while. They had, there was ads playing on ISIS videos. Mm-hmm. Not like, oh, some random dude in America was like, here's what ISIS is doing. It was like ISIS uploaded a video of talking about pro-radical um, Islam and showing behedments and shit. And, and there was a Coke ad before it. Like, <laughs> um, So it's, it, it's something they have to watch for. I feel like as a company, that sh- that, that's their responsibility. Yeah, but... They have know, to remain very unbiased, though. Yeah, but that—that's the thing. Like, how do we? We're supposed to trust these companies to stay unbiased, or or is it, uh, you know, the job of the government to at least keep them bi- keep them unbiased? That's where it all gets a little. Yeah, you exactly. Know. It gets hazy there, and yeah. so like, what is the right decision to be made? And you'd at least hope that these people in charge of of you know regulating it at all would understand it before they before they you know go into a hearing like that it's oh just, god yes yeah still it, you you yeah it, it's just bad you there is some kind of solution there in that haze but not when these people don't know what they're talking about and you you know you can't completely trust corporations and companies to oh, of course to otherwise you'll end up like you know political stance like any or a lack movie. of a political stance yeah yeah 
where they were all <laughs> super like, oh, corporations took over America and everyone died. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it, there you have to keep a balance between the two. You have to allow yeah. the companies to be free, not not too free. You know what I mean? And those Th- are they're almost, still companies. Those are almost hierarchies in themselves. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a whole nother podcast oh, man, man. It is. <laughs> hierarchies but uh I, I i there has to be for these companies essentially a checks and balance like we have for our own government you know so yeah. one branch isn't the strongest you know you, you can't have like one company being the strongest over the others and i think a lot of people in the internet are starting to wake up to that you know like um google has a lot of ads on it when you google stuff now mm-hmm. not necessarily like poppy like oh singles in your area are low want to talk to you like but there's still paid advertisements at the top to promote their link yep. so there's another search engine that's actually spiked in popularity is duck duck go it's really? not as, it's not as catchy as google but <laughs> uh statistically more people are using that you know because they're just showing the links go in there by i guess visits versus you know paying for it oh, okay it, it, a lot of people are going to that um i mean you're not Again, and I think the people at DuckDuckGo know this, uh, they're not going to topple Google overnight, you yeah. know. And it's like just like Vimo isn't going to, you know, take over – or Vimo, sorry, isn't going to take over YouTube overnight, you know. But I think there needs to be some sort of checks and balance between these companies that essentially run the Internet. Because yeah, y- no, when you think about it, I mean – they are our connection. That, you know, there has yeah. to be these like kind of portals for us to enter this huge web of connected topics and, and articles and like everything on the internet. Yeah. And so the, these companies are a way of like riding, you know, riding that wave through the different connections. Yeah, it, it's it's a, and it yeah that 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 just alone states that there has to be some kind of entity that keeps control of it. And so you know, coming up with a new entity to control that stuff would be, you know, I think. Odd. I think the the obvious decision there would be the United States government to implement some kind of regulation there. Yeah, d- but not, yeah, but and, like, and that alone. I has feel like regulation is a dirty word uh, for it, though. You know, uh, but like uh, I know you're saying, so just a form of checks and balances. They yes. have to remain unbiased. Like that much is known. Mm-hmm. These these companies cannot have a bias because that that kind of power. Yeah, when you when you run the internet is not a good thing. Yeah. You know. And, you know, I know there's a lot of people like, well, I don't use that. I use this, this, and that. Like, that's fine, of course. But the majority yeah. of people use Google. It's affecting a lot. And the majority of people use Facebook, you know. And not enough people seem to be affected by or, or, or um, you know, not enough people seem to be interested in the idea of, you know, like uh, different data collection systems and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I mean, I've I understand we live in an age where, some of my data is going to get collected by companies to be used for advertisements. Just get better at it, at least, you know? Yeah, and just... <laughs> but a lot of people seem to be uninterested in that. I mean, like, Facebook was selling people's political views or what they guessed people's political views were, you know? Uh, completely, uh, you know, off the chain. No no overwatch whatsoever yeah and, and that, that and that that's and that's what happens when there's no you know at least some kind checks of checks and balances yeah man. exactly and we it, it literally already went off the rails like that yeah and so we also got to think you know like that didn't stay in the news cycle very long nope not at all yeah it really didn't did it it actually kind of bothers me how much it didn't stay in the news cycle because that wasn't the narrative that's being pushed by certain people not to say that you know there's like four people running everything but uh, debatable <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start on me. <laughs> um, 
that but that that's that's kind of the thing is um there's certain narratives and I don't think it's a narrative to divide the country when I say narrative. I think it's a narrative of their own bias because that narrative has made them money in the past. You know? Yeah. But it doesn't it didn't conform to the narrative they were pushing at the time, so it, it gets bumped out. Yeah. And that's what's working for them. And that's another problem, you know, is they make so much money from media companies like like mm-hmm. news organizations make so much money pushing a certain narrative it's hard to get both sides of the argument from one place you know like when uh, a couple years ago i started getting more and more into the news and everything else like that you know i asked my dad about it so i'm s- i would sit down you know sometimes and i'd watch the news with my dad and we'd start on fox news and then he'd switch over to msnbc and then he'd switch over to um cnn and then back to fox and then msnbc and then um bill maher yeah you know and i asked him why and he goes well you got to get all the different opinions you know you got to get all the different facts and that's kind of struck me as weird you know that you have to do that yeah you can't <laughs> yeah. go to one place yeah, to get no. the facts yeah and that's where some like media companies have spawned out of that ideal you know like how uh th- they basically portray themselves as the unbiased media source. Yeah, the, the bastion of facts. Exactly. And, and like, how do you know who, you know, how do you know who is, really? And you don't. That, that's that's kind of the thing of, you know, you still have to go around and, and see, you still have to do multiple fact checkings. And I think while it's weird you can't get the facts from one place, it, it might be beneficial, you know, because it, yeah. it might make more people open-minded. Um, and it's almost like at that point you're piecing together kind of the facts and you're never you know like if yeah. you're getting if you're trying if you're bringing together all these different things from the different sources are you ever really finding the real facts or are you just finding the the remnants the, the kind of the pieces you put together and build into what yeah. you think it should be you know because you, you you could have three different sources that leave out one thing the entire yeah. time between all three of them because and that could be a big thing <laughs> yeah it could be a mind-changing you know yeah, subject for exactly it. so it, it's I, I want all these things to be held accountable, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't really trust the government to do it. Who and can we trust to do it? I honestly, I think it's j- it's the people. People need to speak with their wallets when it comes to that kind of stuff, you know. Yeah, and I mean the, they already kind of do. Yeah, no, except we, it's not our wallets directly, but you know, like yeah. we kind of are a feedback system for these media companies. Like we, yes. you know, they they spew this stuff out and. And what is hot ends up, you know, like the, the media companies are hardcore analyzing that stuff, you know, like, oh, yeah. they, they seem to find this more entertaining and we got more views here. So uh, yeah. maybe we can uh, hit on this story but, again sometime. And, and I think but I think the way to get them back to telling the facts without, you know, government involvement would be stop watching them. That's going to affect their wallet. And, you know, then they're going to start looking at why people stopped watching. Well, people stopped watching. People stopped listening because of this, because of that, you know, mm-hmm. because we were biased or we we're pushing a certain narrative that made us more money, blah, blah, blah. And that people speaking with their wallets tells companies a hell of a lot, you know? Yeah. Cause bottom, bottom line for companies, you know, is, is what did that quarter end at? You know? <laughs> yep. Then that's, and, that, and that's, that, where, that's, that's what where they're it looking at. And that's what's motivating their decisions. And so yeah. you're right. Like the, the checks and balances placed on every company is, you know, is their profits. Yeah, and it, and it comes, but it comes down to the people. But the the problem, I feel like it's almost easier to speak with your wallet with a like a major news media company like Fox or someone like that, 
Fox or CNN or MSNBC because like it's not watching. Yeah, because you know you don't have to go to just them for the news anymore. Mm-hmm. You know we've got different news sites on the internet. We've got a bunch. Yeah, but the checks and balances that almost requires some government uh, involvement is going to be people who essentially run their industry, which is like Google and Facebook. Yeah, you know, and the amount of people who just they see something on Facebook and they automatically assume it to be truth is staggering. You and know, the, and the pro the, yeah, and the pro but the problem with like you know Google is. You know, that's kind of the only. That's yeah, the, it's like you know, it's Google or Yahoo or being boycott them. You know. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. I understand the issue with that. That's why I'm saying that would be the one that would require, from my point of view, some sort of government involvement for a checks yeah. and balance system. I'm not saying they need to go in and completely restructure Google as a company because that's not their place. No. What like I am we saying said, is just like some kind of yeah, there needs to be some sort of checks and balance yeah, between it. You know, a subtle. <laughs> yeah, something that that's able to. Ensure they're unbiased, but even then, you allow the government to do it. The whole thing is such a complex thing. Yeah, it's such a complex yeah, issue of exactly. doing it. You yeah, know, there's no, there's no easy solution. For oh yeah, sure. no, because anything can be twisted and you know, distorted. Yeah, and it's so, all coming from somebody. Yeah, so that's where you run into the, the problem of trying to let the government do this. You know, is or, or thinking they can do it is because. They have their own biases and they have their own narrative they need to push for certain things to get reelected, you know, or to, you know, get certain donations and such, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's uh, it all comes down to kind of what's motivating the deciding. Yeah. The deciding factors there, I guess. Huh. It's it's all. It's interesting, you know, it's yeah. it's interesting and, and it's, it's, hard it's slightly to, scary. Yeah. And it's and it's kind of one of those ambiguous topics in a way it's, yeah. it's like kind of hard to grasp all aspects of it and bring exactly. it into a conversation yeah and that's why it's it's overlooked everyone get everyone gets focused on the the internal stuff when there's this like overlying fog that is like not being talked about oh yeah it almost makes you think that there's like this vacuum that needs to be filled uh in terms of new forms of media uh, coming to coming to the surface yeah you know that solve the kind of problems we're talking about yeah like and and nothing's going to give you 100% of the facts unless it's two de- two different sides not necessarily debating or yelling at each other for 45 seconds we talked about this in the introduction you know yeah um but this is where i think podcasts and other forms of like you know internet exactly. communication will shine you know exactly um new new mediums for for thoughts to flow oh yeah yeah you know cuz if you've got if you've got a podcast you know that has let's say use ours for example of course um Two people were pretty like-minded on most subjects, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have those types of things happening, and then you're able to bring in guests with differing uh, with differing opinions, you know, and stuff like that, to be able to have a conversation and, and move things forward, or you know, bring other things to people's attention that haven't paid attention to it before, you know, that that's that's one of the primary things that we had talked about exactly. in the introduction. You know, like I don't want to turn people away from this because they differ on opinions. I want people to be able to listen and understand you know what i mean and that's what should make people want to join in even more is that oh, yeah. you know that and that just join in in general for anything just have this conversation with normal people you know your friends your family or whatever but um a perfect example of why podcasts work you know we talked about it a little bit in the introduction was um elon musk you know the the media was just trashing him yeah you know um, so people started forming their own opinions based on what the media was saying. Like, oh, well, he called this guy a pedo. 
of course he shouldn't have, but it happened. And we, you know, I feel like we've moved on from it, but having that long, that long form discussion, exactly. you know, and helps you form your opinion better because give someone time to actually explain their opinion. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Not a, not a two minute cut, you know, as much as people, as much as our attention spans seem to have dropped, it's weird to see that they've dropped yet. These hour to three and a half hour conversations, these people have on podcasts are flourishing. It seems, yeah. you know, Mm-hmm. I think it's because people are genuinely noticing things. Yeah, and I don't think I, I think it's like a miss. It's that's like a bad belief to have is that our attention span is dropped. And I know, like you know, there's studies and stuff uh, on yeah. it. But at the same time, I, I don't think people have become stupid in the last you know century or something. I yeah. think we've become quite like intelligent in a lot of ways. And, yeah, I mean, uh, we wouldn't be where we are if we were all idiots. No, exactly. You know? And and so there needs to be more of a trust in the people to be able to comprehend these complex these complex topics and you know, a trust in the people to actually be able to discuss them too. Oh yeah. No, I fully agree. And it's, we, we need to accept that change happens, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people have a problem with that. And that, that's why certain things stick around for so long, you know? And it's, it's a little bit ignorant in my opinion to believe that television's going to be around forever. Yeah. You know, because, the radio thought the exact same thing. You know, these things can all coexist at once, you know, but certain ones are going to lose popularity and certain things are going to gain popularity, you know. So the 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 ignorance of old school media staying, you know, relevant is ridiculous, yeah, you know. It's, to, it's to fully believe that, you know, old school media, traditional media, even though they've made the shift to online videos or you know online articles they're, they're trying to stay relevant yeah. but it, it's change is going to happen and and whether or not they're able to keep up with it is up to the company but uh yeah i agree with you they, you uh, know i mean it's a, all about adapting to that change a, a big a big example you know that, that's actually what capitalism is you know if you can't yep. adapt to the change you're, you're gonna gone. fail and that's how i feel it should always be but uh, a good example of you know old school media not being able to keep up with new was when they started attacking random YouTubers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you may not like certain YouTubers, and that's fine, but to randomly attack them and take things out of context puts a bad light on you more than that YouTuber. You know, like PewDiePie had a bunch of stuff coming out saying he was a Nazi, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember. It, it, if you go back and watch the videos, he's making jokes about, you know, like a program YouTube's trying to, they were trying to initiate, like a Heroes program or something that allowed people to rank up by flagging videos, which is a terrible idea, and YouTube's realizing they haven't gone through with it, you know. Um, He makes a joke about it, you know, saying like, oh, that's just going to turn into, you know, like Nazism almost, you know, in a way. Censorship on a mass scale. And he made a joke about it. And he was dressed up and wasn't even like an SS officer uniform, was just wearing a military uniform. Mm -hmm. And was like, oh, yes, yeah. And, like, the Wall Street Journal and Huffington Post just completely took it out of context. And he made another video saying, like, oh, they're just going to take stuff out of context constantly. Like, he's in that video addressing people taking things out of context and not using all the facts to their advantage. And they do it again in, an- in another article on, this, on the video he just talked about oh, taking things out of context, oh too. No. <laughs> and it's – I think a lot of people noticed that and started realizing, oh, well, these guys are scared, you know. Yeah. They're, they're scared of change. And they probably realize they're not going to be around forever, you know. Yep, and it, and it really just does sum down to uh, 
the the pullback from these people trying to trying to hold on to to what they've gained. Yeah, and, and I understand change is hard, but yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, and and that's the that's that kind of just open-minded versus closed-minded uh, applied to companies at that point. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. You know, if you want to succeed, you have everyone can exceed in a capitalist you know mm-hmm. nation, but it requires an open mind. Yeah, if you're not willing to change and adapt to the times or adapt to the interests, you're going to fail. Yep. You know, a big thing I would point to is like a cigarette company. Mm-hmm. If I was in charge of Marlboro, I would have started stockpiling pot <laughs> and then I would have lobbied the hell out of legalizing it because I would be on yep. the front runner and I'd be making the money. And then I saw vapes go up. You know, I'd start making good vapes, not like a shitty one that you buy at a, you know, at a, a convenience store. That, you know, when they yeah, break making, it down how it works. Making stuff that people are going to buy and, like, yeah. flooding that market with your product. Like, you make a good one and it's going to sell well. Yeah. So you can stay adaptive. So I think to sum it all up, um, people got tired of having to do so much research to find all the facts. Yeah. For one it's, thing, it's you it's know. It's exhausting having to sort through a bunch of different sources to pile together something that you think is probably the truth. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the thing <laughs> and what the a reward thing. that is yeah. for all that work. And the and the thing that's taking it over is long form discussion, you know. Yeah. The way it should the, uh, like so, you know, applying technology to how we actually have discussions in the real world and exactly. not, you know, spending uh, 5 30 minutes seconds in the yelling at each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So, I think to sum it up, I guess People are sick of traditional media. Traditional media is trying to adapt, but they can't. And so new forms are Overtaking filling that it. void. Yes. Exactly. Well, wow. thank you for listening to the Wordsmith Podcast. Uh, hope you join us next week. Uh, currently, we are available on uh, Anchor, uh, Pocket Cast, Stitcher, um, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and Spotify. Uh, I might be missing one or two. That's where we're currently available. Um, again, we film on Sundays. I'm trying to get these uploaded by Wednesday, but they don't always get confirmed in time. So uh, join us next week. Uh, 